1: Now, Fibber McGee, don't miss Big Town.
2: The Johnson's Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. (laughs) The makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat present Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, Dick Legrand, Bud Steffen, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Music by the Kingsmen and Billy Mills Orchestra. (laughs) Fibber and Molly, join us in a moment. Here is an urgent message about the twin can sale of the new 1949 Glowcoat. Those twin cans are selling fast. But you still have time if you hurry. (coughs) You still have time to get this big money saving bargain.
3: <clears throat>
2: now, here's how it works. <clears throat> I need a glass of water like Fibber has, uh, Arthur. <clears throat> I'm awfully sorry.
1: <clears throat> you get.
2: <clears throat> Frank, I can't do it. Better have some music. I can't talk. <laughs> An attic is a place where people store their memories until they get tender. And when Mr. McGee of 79 Wistful Vista found his old Boy Scout manual in the attic this morning, he suddenly realized how many years had passed without his doing a good deed every day. And him still under oath, too. So meet a soul torn with remorse and grim with determination. Ex-second-class Scout McGee of Fibber McGee and Volley.
4: telling you, kiddo, I feel awful about this. Just awful. Here I took an oath to do a good deed daily, and what do I do? I forget it. I busted my word. Well,
5: I wouldn't feel too badly about it, dearie. Yeah, but my God... Guy... After all, you know, when I was 11, <laughs> I promised Henrietta Johnson I'd get my ears pierced for earrings and we'd both run away and join a carnival, but we never did. <laughs> yeah,
4: but this is different. I took a solemn oath. My gosh, when you multiply one good deed a day by all the years since I was a boy scout, you can see how far behind I am. Now, let me see. What can I do good for somebody?
5: Well, as far as I personally am concerned, McGee, there's nothing... Wrong. I
4: know. A new glass top for the coffee table. I've been meaning to take care of that, so... Oh, no,
5: no. Please, McGee. I wish you wouldn't worry about that. Here I'll... we
4: are. Hey, that, that's quite a chip off that corner. I'll take this down to the hardware store right now. My gosh, what happened?
5: You knocked it against the magazine rack. Mm. Look at the big scratch you made on it. Yeah,
4: ain't that wonderful? (laughs) Now I got two good deeds to be did. (laughs) Refinish the magazine rack and get a new glass for the coffee table. Boy, oh boy, when I get started doing good deeds, I do more good...
5: Oh, it's Dr. Gamble, McGee. Do come in, doctor.
4: Thank you, my dear. Hello, Umpire umpire
5: Why umpire, doctor? Are you referring to his snappy judgment and quick decisions?
4: No, I'm referring to the fact that he always looks so lumpy. Like he had his pockets full of baseballs.
3: <laughs>
4: What's all the ground glass for, drizzle chin? Making some sandwiches for a few friends?
3: <laughs> doctor? It
4: may come as a shock to you to know that I am going around doing people good. Well, that's no shock. You've always gone around doing people good. <laughs> good people, too.
3: Well,
5: he means, Doctor, that he suddenly realized he wasn't living up to his boy, Scotto.
4: Yes, I haven't been doing my a good deed daily, swab knob. <laughs> Got to catch up. Not ever having been a Boy Scout, you wouldn't know I it was, is. too, a Boy Scout. Yeah? Eagle Scout. Who? Merit badges in first aid, woodcraft, knot tying, book binding, and short-order cooking.
5: <laughs> I imagine all those things have come in handy, too, Doctor. Except maybe the book binding.
4: Oh, that's been useful, too, my dear. Yeah? I had to bind up a bookie just yesterday.
3: <laughs> he got
4: slightly filleted by a dissatisfied customer. That'll teach him not to argue with his
3: betters.
4: (laughs) Well, if you're really a scout, Capsule Busy, you'd know that a good deed did daily is pretty important. Yes, it is, my boy. In fact, I was about to suggest a good deed. Yeah? One that would make a certain kindly old gentleman supremely happy. Great, great. Mm -hmm. Name it, boy, and I'm on my way. What can I do? What's the good deed? Go to bed and stay there till this brainwave passes.
5: <laughs> and the kindly old gentleman?
4: Is me. Good day, my dear.
3: So <laughs> long, they... A. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Imagine him, a boy scout with that figure.
3: <laughs>
4: Khaki uniform on him would look like a tarpaulin on a haystack. <laughs> Well, what was I going to do first, Tootsie? What's my good deed? Oh, yeah. Sweep up the broken glass. Better pull the rug to one side first. So I... Oh, dear. What was that?
3: Just
5: the rug. Oh. It's a little difficult to pull it to one side with two chairs and a sofa standing on it, you know.
4: Well, what do you know? Now I got to get that fixed, too.
5: <laughs> I'm going
4: to have so many good deeds to be did that I'm going to be doing, deeds.
5: I hope this is the founder of the Boy Scouts. I have some news for him. <laughs> Come in.
4: Oh, it's the old-timer.
5: Hi, old-timer. Hello, Mr. Old-timer. Hello there, kids. Hey, what's going on here,
4: Johnny? Busted glass, torn carpet? I've just been doing a couple of good deeds. You ever a boy
3: scout, old-timer? What do I look like? Campfire girl?
6: (laughs) Certainly I was a boy scout, Johnny. And a good one, too. Yeah? Yeah. I knew everything there was to know in the woods. Every tree, every vine, every berry. You know what sassafras roots are good for? Food. Medicine? Nope. Grows more sassafras. <laughs> <laughs> about the pet woodpecker I had that I taught the Morse code to? No, and what's more, I don't know. Well, sir, that was the smartest bird ever lived.
3: Yeah?
6: Learned the Morse code in three weeks So good, he could send 200 words a minute. Oh. That was
4: using the old head,
5: wasn't it? <laughs> well, uh, what was the object in teaching him?
6: Why, daughter, I was going to run him out to the telegraph company. Yeah? Think of him sitting at a railroad station, tapping out messages and flying home to me with his paycheck every Saturday night. <laughs> uh... Too bad. Didn't work out.
4: Why didn't it? He get fired for sticking his bill into stuff that was none of his business?
6: <laughs> nope. He'd spent too many winters in the South, that's all, Johnny. Yeah? Couldn't drop the accent. Oh? First message he sent, come out, a locomotive and a tender and 14 box cars headed north with a load of lumber and a hot box and car 34. <laughs> <laughs> and they threw him out. They threw them out, the dirty Yankees! <laughs> <laughs> wow.
3: Whatever became of him, Mr.
6: Oldtimer? Well, asked the daughter. He was working as a metronome for a music teacher down in Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've done your good deed for me, Johnny. I've been trying to tell that story to somebody for three years. <laughs>
3: Go on, <now. laughs>
2: the orchestra and streets of Laredo.
4: You've got no idea how good I feel since I took up favoritism.
5: Took up what?
4: Favoritism. Doing favors for people. Oh. <laughs> hey, I almost forgot. I done a good deed for you a while ago that I've been meaning to do for weeks. You know that busted step on the back porch. I certainly do. My neck. Oh, did you fix it, McGee? Wonder. No, but I printed a big sign. Watch the busted step. <laughs> I nailed it on the screen door. Oh, great. If so I fixed the step, it'll only get busted again, but that sign can stay there forever. I see. That way, you'll never have to worry about that.
3: Come thing. in. Oh, it's
5: Mr. Kramer's nephew, McGee. Come in, Milton. Hi, Mel.
7: Hello, Mrs. McGee. I'll oh, bring your fountain pen back. Got you left on the soda counter yesterday, Mr. McGee, uh, just as a favor. Oh, thanks, you, You're welcome. Lots of fellas would expect a tip for that, but not me. <laughs> you don't, Milton? No, ma'am. Uncle Ed warned me I was chasing a wild goose. He said, skip the trip, Milton. He'll give you nothing.
4: He did, did he? A wise guy, eh? Well, when you get back there, boy, you can just tell him that I gave you a half a buck for your trouble. Keepers, half a buck? No, make it a buck. As long as we're going to exaggerate, we might as well exaggerate, too. (laughs) Here. Here's a dime for you.
7: Oh, thanks, Mr. McGee. I really don't think I'd better tell him dollars that's right Milton it wouldn't be truthful it wouldn't be smart either he'd start delivering stuff himself <laughs> he probably would I'm saving all the money I can these days now that I'm older I gotta think of the future I go steady you know oh. do you really Milton in love are you sure me and Margie <laughs> we've been going steady since Thursday <laughs> this, this is your class pin I'm wearing She's a junior.
4: Oh, a junior, eh?
7: Yes, her mother's name is Margie too. Huh. <laughs> Gee, Margie's pretty. Yes. She's so beautiful that every time I walk down the street with her, I fussed in the perspiration. Must be very embarrassing. Yes, but Uncle Ed says it's only natural at our age. Yeah? He says some girls look good with sweaters and some fellows sweat with good lookers. I've got to
3: get back to work. So I...
5: like a nice lad, Miguel. Yeah, well, he'll get over that if
4: he works very long for Kramer. Hey, what can I do for you, kiddo? I'm running out of good deeds. What do you need? Want a glass of root beer?
5: No, thanks. I don't need a
4: thing. I'll sit here by the window. You think of something you want done to see. Ah, it's nice to go through life helping people out, Molly. Gives me a nice, warm feeling all over.
5: You're sitting on your cigar. Huh? <laughs> 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 oh,
3: my
4: gosh, I... I thought I felt unusually warm around the around the house here.
3: <laughs>
4: Didn't burn anything though because. Of...
5: Hello, Molly. Hi, Hi, Mr. Wilcox. Do come in. Hi, Junior.
4: Come in. What can I do for you, boy? Any small favor I can do for you? Any good deed you need to do? How was that again?
5: Well, he found his old Boy Scout manual today, Mr. Wilcox, yeah. and he's now catching up on a good deed a day for the last thirty years.
4: Yep. All I want to be of Junior is service to you. <laughs> Sit down there on the davenport, Junior. Stretch. <laughs> Put your feet up. Care to take your shoes off now? No, 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 thanks, pal. I'm fine. I just dropped Here in. Here comes your good deed, son. Now huh? just relax. I'm going to explain to you how to introduce the housewife to the great new 1949 glow coat. Through so the big money-saving offer the Johnson people have got. Yeah, but I've already Why told
5: Mr. Wilcox. You just take it easy this week.
4: Yeah, right down. <laughs> I'm the type guy that can explain in simple language how this big bargain offer gives a housewife more of that wonderful new nineteen forty nine glow coat. Yeah, but one third more, in fact, at the cost of no extra dough to her or anybody.
5: What a wonderful good deed! Yes, but now stop fidgeting, Mister. Any
4: any housewife knows. Any housewife knows how simple glow coat works. Sure. She knows you don't have to rub it or buff it. Yeah, but hey, cut that out. <laughs> She knows you just spread it on and let it dry till it shines like a kid with a lollipop's puss. <laughs> she knows the new 1949 glow coat adds years to the life of your lololium. Hey, one more thing you to
3: <laughs> <laughs> So all
4: you gotta tell her is to check her nearest glow coat dealer for this big new money-saving offer. Just trot down to her closest store and ask the man. He's got it right there on his shelves, waiting for her, or anybody. <sighs> Okay, Waxy, you can go. Yeah, but what's that got and, to do uh, with it? You know, no, no, no. You, you can go. You're through.
2: Don't you know when you've had a good deed dipped? Pal, you've inspired me to do a good deed, too. Good. I dropped in to repay you five bucks I owe you. But I'll send it to the community just instead. <laughs>
5: Yeah. I haven't seen anyone go out that door so fast since Uncle Dennis heard they voted repeal. Yeah,
4: Yeah, and with my five bucks.
5: I know, but that was really a good deed you did for Mr. Wilcox, dearie. Yeah. Not only for Mr. Wilcox, but for thousands of housewives who... Come in. Oh, McGee, it's the mayor. Do come in, Mr. Mayor.
4: Hi, Latrib. Come in, boy. What can I do for you? Anything you want, just
2: name it. What's your problem? Um... What's his problem, Molly? <laughs> hmm. Well,
5: he found his old Boy Scout manual, Mister Mayor. Today, he does good deeds for people, spite of all they can do to stop him.
4: Yep, I was just getting ready to walk down to the Elks Club and scatter a little sunshine down there, Latrobe. Well, thanks for the warning. <laughs> you, uh,
2: you got some good deed need
5: did?
3: Uh, <laughs>
2: The nicest thing you can do for me right now, McGee, is to let me sit here and relax a minute.
5: Well, now, you just make yourself comfortable, Mr. Mayor. Yeah,
2: here, boy. Let me pour you some root beer. Here, hold the glass. Uh,
4: no, thanks. I really don't want any. I just want... Oh, a, um... everybody wants root beer. Say when, boy. I... When? Ah, when? you want... <laughs> that The glass is only...
5: Whoa! Oh, McGee, heavenly days. All over the mayor's vest. Let me get a towel.
4: Yes, yes, please. And a ball bat, if you have one
3: handy.
4: Is this doily the trip? <laughs> it was sort of clumsy of me. Let me dry off them
3: cigars.
4: (laughs) Lucky most of the root beer went into your vest
3: pocket. (laughs) Never mind
4: the cigars. Sponge off my tie. It's all wet. Glad to, boy. Glad to.
3: It's
4: about time a taxpayer sponged off the mayor. The mayor always sponges off the taxpayers.
3: <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> my
4: gosh, you mean to say you don't get it? It's just a subtle pun based on... It's poly-
5: funny, McGee. It certainly isn't.
4: <laughs> You'll feel better when you have a
2: smoke, boy. Here,
4: have one of my cigars. I got a spare.
2: No, no, I don't want any. Cigar. Open wide. Nope. That's it. Let me light
5: it. Nope.
2: <laughs> well, let me bite the end of it first, will you? What kind of a cigar is this? It's... <laughs>
5: McGee, what is that odor?
4: Oh, my gosh. Give me that back, Mm Latripp. That's the wrong cigar. That's the rubber one I use for
3: tricks. (laughs) Please,
4: McGee, just let me
3: out. What do you you
4: mean, let you out? Why, shucks, boy, I haven't did you a good deed yet.
2: Sit down till I think up something. No, no, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Huh? Look, McGee. Huh? You've spilled root beer all over me, cracked a very foul joke, and strangled me with a rubber cigar within the past three minutes. Now, tell me, do you ever feel ill at ease among groups of people? No. I used to, trip, but I used to get very embarrassed
4: till I discovered I was always the smartest one in the group.
5: <laughs> Why did you ask, Mr. Mayor?
2: Well, always bear in mind, McGee, that most other people are really just as embarrassed as you are. Uh-huh. It isn't the poise that other people have. It's the poise
1: in yourself. The what, LaTrippe? Poise in yourself!
3: Good day... <laughs>
2: And busy doing nothing
1: well, looky here We're so busy doing nothing Working the whole day through Trying to find lots of things not to do We're busy going no oh, Wasn't it just a crime We'd like to be unhappy but We never do have the time We never do have the time I have to watch the river and it doesn't stop I stick around the rosebuds So they'll know when to pop I keep the crickets cheerful They're really a solemn bunch Oh, ha, so And only an hour for lunch For lunch And only an hour for lunch I have to wake the sun up He's liable to sleep all day and I inspect the rainbows, so they and gay. I must rehearse the songbirds to see that they sing on key. Oh, hustling, puzzling, puzzling, hustling, never a moment free. No, never, no, never a moment free. Now I have to meet a turtle. Uh, for what purpose? Oh, I'm uh, teaching him how to swim. Is that so? To polish the dewdrops A uh, most difficult job Well, have you seen them lately? They're looking rather dim You think you're busy? I'm meeting a sky full of robins My I told them I'd button their vest no.
3: Huzzle,
1: Hustle, I wish I could take a rest We're so busy doing nothing The whole day through Trying to find lots of things not to do Busy going nowhere Isn't it just a crime We'd like to be unhappy We never do have the time Because we never do have We never do have We never do have enough Time
4: Nice time for a walk molly i feel wonderful doing things roaming around like this doing good deeds i feel like a knight
5: i feel more like a matinee let's go to a movie
4: Movie? Yeah. <laughs> my gosh what can i be doing for people in a movie
5: letting them alone hmm. that's one of the finest things you could oh look mcgee there's Ole, the janitor from the Ux club hello ollie oh hi ollie
8: hello mcgee hello messes you took a little walk
5: yes yes ollie himself is just sort of scouting around in his boyish way
8: You ever a boy scout, Oli? Sure, that's a boy scout. In Stockholm. First class, too. Yeah? I get merit badge and Swedish massage, reindeer harnessing, snowshoe lacing, and smorgasbord.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, Oli himself here's been remembering his scout, Oli. He's been forgetting to do his good deed daily.
8: Yeah, I was just going to drop past the Elks Club, Oli, and see what I could do for who down there. McGee, I don't pay no extension to gossip Yeah But sometimes I hear things mm-hmm. And from what I hear, the goodest deed you could do at the Elves Club is Don't go there
5: <laughs> Is he in trouble down there again, Ollie?
8: Oh, it's nothing serious, missus He used to tear the pool table cover again, that's all <laughs> And he's always leaning on the belly Standing him? <laughs> More like bows and arrows, they look like
3: <laughs>
8: Well, them are trivial things, Oli How's the family? Oh, use fine, thanks, McGee Except Nels, my middle kid
5: What's the
8: matter with Nell, Soli? Well, he's been getting bad information from school. Oh? Teacher says Florence Nightingale is a famous Norse. Uh I know all about famous Norse people. This Florence Nightingale ain't one of us. Maybe European, but not Norse.
4: (laughs) (laughs) She she meant nurse, Soli, not Norse. Nurse.
8: Nurse with a U. Well, to me, it's all right if she's even Pomeranian. (laughs) But when I pay school taxes, mine else should get good information. Well, I know, McGee, I got to fix leaks in my roof after supper.
5: Fixing the roof yourself, huh? Do you own your own home, Ole?
8: Oh, no, it's the landlord's house, Mrs. I pay rent, so then I fix roof. I'm just donating my time. So
3: long. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Ole. Ah,
4: nice guy, Ole. I wish I could do something for him that Hey, look. Look where? The guy at the side of that house, trying to get in the window. Here's my chance to do a real good deed, baby. Oh,
5: now, wait a minute, McGee. Maybe he isn't... Even... Hey, Bud,
4: you need any help? I see you're locked out. Why, uh, yes. Uh, my uh, my wife seems to have forgotten to leave a key for me. I'm trying to pry a window open. Don't
5: you carry a key to your own house?
4: Well, uh, usually I do, yes, but I, I I lost it. Well, you're dressed okay for climbing in windows, Bud. Them pants look like you slept in them. Uh, yes, I... I did, in fact. What? I've been on a hunting trip. I just got back. Oh, I should introduce myself. My name is a uh, uh, Jones. Uh, uh, John Jones.
5: I think I've heard the name
3: before. You've been
4: hunting, eh, bud? I was wondering what the burlap bag was for.
3: <laughs> you had
4: that to bring back the game in,
5: huh?
4: Uh, yes, yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
5: What were you hunting, silver foxes or mink cakes?
4: All this chatter ain't getting the man in the house, Molly. Here! Uh, give me a leg up, bud, and maybe I can pry this window open oh, Now, wait a it. minute,
5: McGee. You shouldn't do a yeah. thing like that. Yeah,
4: steady now, bud.
5: There. Give me that big chisel. I'll get this window open and... Hey. Hey, where are you going, Molly? Up the street a little way. Somebody will have to be out to hire a lawyer if this is what I think it is, and I'll be the one.
4: Ah, see. Uh, you go ahead and pry it open. I'll be back. Okay,
5: bud. Now, as soon as I get inside, I'll walk right through the house and open the door, see? So you... <laughs>
6: you. Come down out of that window. Huh? Oh, hello, officer. I was just... Shut talking. up. I'll frisk him, Sarge. Keep him covered. Hey, what is this? Now, where'd the guy that lives here go? He boosted me up here and oh. then... give me that baloney. The man that owns this house is out of town. Come on, get out to the car. Grab his other arm, Ed. Oh, now, come on. You got nothing on me. Stop
4: pushing me. Hey, Molly. Molly. Where'd Molly go? I'm
5: coming, dearie. Get your hands off of him, the, you uh, big logan. <laughs>
6: Uh, you better bring her along, too, Ed. Put her in the car. Uh, uh, you put her in the car, Sarge. You're the sergeant. I'll handle this mug here.
5: Don't you lay a hand to him.
6: Uh, You put her in the car, Ed. I'm the sergeant. I'll handle the (laughs)
5: gun.
6: Don't you touch her and turn me loose. If
5: you lay a hand to me, I'll call the police. What am I saying? They are the police. <laughs> now look, officer. This is all a hey, misunderstanding.
4: What's going on here? Anyway, is something wrong? I heard all Oh, of no- but it's you, Mister Jones. When did you get back in town? Oh, Sergeant Breen. I just got home a while ago, Sergeant. Now make these mugs get their naughty knuckles off of me, Jones. And hey, where were you? Oh, I'm sorry.
6: I went in the garage to unpack the car. Well, one of the neighbors phoned that somebody was climbing in a window here, Mister Jones. If these people are okay. Tell me we're okay. I tried
5: to tell you we I'm were. okay. I'm terribly
6: sorry about the mix-up, folks. The man was doing me a
4: favor, Sergeant. I. Lost my door key. Yeah, you try to do a guy a good deed, and what happens? Flashlights in my face and knuckles in my ribs. Well, I'm awfully sorry, folks, but you have to admit it. Look, we good. admit nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Molly, let's get out. Of
5: good night, gentlemen. You too, Sergeant.
3: <laughs>
4: Fine way to treat a guy that's trying to be a Boy Scout. That's the last good deed that gets did by me, kiddo.
5: There's one more you could do if you wanted to.
4: Whom for?
5: Those policemen.
4: Hmm. What should I well, what should I do for them lugs?
5: Go back and help them pump up their tires. Huh? By labor pushing you around, I let all the air out of them.
2: River <laughs> and Molly return in a moment. Now, once again, I'd like to remind you, for a very limited time, the makers of Johnson's Wax are offering a money-saving bargain to introduce you to the new 1949 Glow Coat. You can get one can of self-polishing Glow Coat, a wonderful new Glow Coat with a bright new glow, for one-half its usual price when you buy another can at the regular price. That means a saving of 29 cents when you buy twin pints, 49 cents when you buy twin quarts. Ask your dealer for a 1949 Glow Coat right away. You'd better hurry because these twin cans are going fast. Remember, you'll not only get a brighter, longer-wearing glow on your floors and linoleum, you'll save money doing it.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, if all of us knew and practiced what the Boy Scouts of America know about good manners and good citizenship, the traffic accident rates would drop considerably.
5: But they're still appallingly high. And remembering one simple little thing would help so much, a little thing called Courtesy.
4: Most highway accidents are due to road hogging, excessive speed, and otherwise ignoring the other fellow's rights.
5: So let's keep it friendly. Let's not let our horsepower run away with our horse sense. Good night. Good night, all.
2: (laughs) Rub it on. Wipe it off. Yes, that's all you do. It's that easy with Johnson's car New, because one application of car new cleans and polishes your car. First, carnew cleans the finish, cuts through traffic tarnish and road film that water can't touch. Second, carnew polishes the finish, makes the whole body sparkle like new. Tomorrow, ask for Johnson's Car New, the wax-fortified auto polish that saves you work that gives your car a Sunday shine. Remember, rub it on. Wipe it off. That's all you do. With Carnew This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.
9: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient.